And we are live on AVT. This is going to be episode nine with my featured guest, Stephen Leapley. And we will be talking about the topic, it, can atheists and Christians coexist? I think they absolutely can. But Stephen, before we move forward, tell me a little bit about yourself. First of all, you're wrong. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, well, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, thanks for having, first of all, thank you for having me on, on the show. I appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk. Um, yes, my name is uh, Stephen Leapley. I am, I live in San Diego, but I was actually raised, born and raised in the Midwest. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, close to you, as we were just discussing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm married. I've got eight children um that's a lot well you know for some um and uh see i am primarily i'm a writer so i do a lot of copywriting technical writing ghost writing that kind of stuff i'm on i'm on my fifth career i believe is what i call it i was in the i was in the military for a while thank you for Um, serving i appreciate that i did 10 years in the navy in the 90s and then um, was also a paramedic for some years and then went into corporate world. And then now I am in my own, in my own business. Um, I do have a, have a background, I guess, uh, I, I guess this is where I tell everybody why, why I'm qualified to be on your show. Um, <laughs> um, I have a background in, uh, I have a master's degree in psychology and, um, and I undergrad degree in, in, biblical studies which is essentially a master's in divinity without being fully comprehensive of hebrew and greek meaning taking it as a second language essentially the 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 degree is the same that's that's the main difference so uh i am an ordained chaplain so i i am although i don't use it very often anymore or at least currently so it sounds like you're more qualified than i am to do this show (laughs) (laughs) thank you for coming on my show ethan i appreciate that no problem. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a uh, it's a little bit about me. Um, my family and I we live a fairly minimalist lifestyle, um, and uh, we to to say that meaning we live in in an RV. We're full time RVers, although we are are stationary full time RVers. Okay. So there's a little bit difference, a little bit difference depending on who you talk to about that. But um, but yeah, we. I guess more specifically or better, I guess I could say we're tiny home livers. I like that. So, uh, by the way, hi, Kim. Thank you. Um, so first question, what do you think an atheist is or what is your impression of what an atheist is? Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I think an atheist is someone who has more belief than any, anybody else because, um, to, to me, to me, an atheist is someone who who I won't say denies the belief of God, but but denies the the um yeah I, I'll say generally speaking denies the belief of God. Okay, so t- typically, and let me know if this lines up to similar to what you know. Uh, atheism only refers to a lack of belief. So mm. I I personally um, I I can't speak for other atheists, but I personally will never make the claim that God does not exist. Um, and that's one of the reasons I do this show is because to me, the truth is out there and I want to get to it. If, if that leads to God, if that leads to Allah, that leads to Hare Krishna, I, I don't care where it leads. I want to believe as many true things as possible. Mm. So I, I would hope there are other a- like-minded atheists like me that do the same. Um, but you'll never hear the words out of my mouth saying there is no God because uh, that's dishonest and I, I can't substantiate that. I like that. I appreciate that actually. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. And, and I know like, as we were talking earlier, you know, before, not today, but just in talking before, um, about, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I won't, I won't make the joke I made earlier. <laughs> I don't remember the joke, but you can. Oh, oh, I'm wrong. Yes. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. You can, you, you will not, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I'll do that next time I cough. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, that would be incorrect. So I, yeah, I'm an agnostic atheist, but, uh, atheism only refers to a lack of belief. Agnostic refers to knowledge. So I am unconvinced, but I also don't know. Sorry. Mm. Go ahead, Steven. That's good. I don't even know what I was talking about now. That was good. That was a, that was a great, <laughs> I, 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 I am. Um, so the apps, Oh, what we were talking about earlier is, is, um, 
and I'm sure we'll probably delve into this a, little, a lot more here shortly, but or or now um, is uh, is that those hardcore lines? I know we're, as we were talking before, we were talking about how um, you know when we were having the having the discussion even before we decided, we were like, okay, what is what is the hardline beliefs that we have, and what is, right. what are the things that that we that we, because I think, did you hear tell me somebody was on there and was very hardlined with you? Um, yeah. So, uh, Joel, he's a former pastor. Uh, <clears throat> he is, I, I guess, the best way to define him, and I, I'm not speaking for him. He is a biblical Christian and an apologist. Uh, That's right. So, uh, to, to give an example, he has a very hard line. So, for example, when I asked him at, for evidence for God, his reply was, he won't let me be the judge of God. So he couldn't supply it for me. So it's a, it's a very, it kind of stops the conversation in its tracks mm. and it kind of makes it very hard to find agreeable terms and move forward. Uh, that's, yes. Um, I, I think that's, so, so that's a great, actually for me, I feel like it's a great segue to begin to talk about, you know, the, the coexistence of, of somebody who is an atheist and, and someone who's a Christian. Right. I think, um, from from a I think there's a couple of things um, that really kind of create foundation. First is is you we have to first of all I think we have to you have to agree on what the term is the term for for atheism right and the term for Christianity um, and there's and and uh, you know again like there's some things that I that I know and then don't necessarily come back back up into the forefront of my mind because I'm not on them every day. You know, for example, my my definition of atheism. I didn't even I didn't even go look it up or or think think about that. And 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 just as as we were talking to um I know I know you don't and neither do I. We don't necessarily have an agenda here other than just to cool. discuss what's you know, the possibility of is is this something that could work or something that could work or could not work. Right. Um and I believe, I believe, actually, the answer is is yes and no. Um, I, I I agree with that. <laughs> I think it depends on some. Think we have to agree on a few things to to get to that yes. Yes. Yeah. To completely. I think. Um. I I think actually, when this is over, all said and done, I have a book I'm going to send you to read. Do you, are you do you read at all? Yes. Perfect. Although my ADHD gets a little out of control, so at times I, I lose focus very easily. So I have to take the time to focus as very as hard as I can because it's like a, a bomb going off in my head occasionally I and I don't even know if it's on if it is an audiobook it's so old there's a there's an old um, German theologian named Dietrich Bonhoeffer um, and um, the the he's written a few books but the the biggest book that that had an impact on my life which which um, I would say to answer your question for today would be why yes we can it's, okay. it's a book called ethics um and so i think there's there's when when it comes to like leveling the playing field for for a yes um there has to be or no there for all for anything really there needs to be a certain amount of a certain level of ethics that that both sides come to the table with and agreeance with um yeah. and and a and a sense of um agreeance on, on morality and I think, I think from a moral standpoint, that's probably where the biggest rub comes in between an atheist I agree. and, and, and that. And so I'd love to, to chat about that here in a little bit. Absolutely. So question, yes. where do you stand on church and state separation? Because for me, that is the most important factor in determining if an atheist and a Christian can coexist. So for mm. example, I personally think churches should be taxed. I don't think they should have a special exemption. Um, I don't get a special exemption for being an atheist. Therefore, I, I think it needs to be the same across the board, uh, not just with taxes, but everything. I, I don't think God should be on any money. I don't think it should be in our pledge. I think we need a true hard line. And if we respect that hard line, we can move forward. Now, to be clear, I'm not offended like i don't look pick up the money like some atheists do and be like oh it says god on it i'm so mad like 
honestly, I'm not going to use this. I, screw this money. I'm done with it. Like, no, I would. <laughs> it rarely, the only time it comes up is in a conversation like this. Outside of that, I really pay it no mind. But there are people who do. And that's why I think uh, the separation of church and state is extremely important for us to be able to essentially live together. That's a great question. I think, and, and of course, I mean, I, I only speak for me. Of course, um, but uh, but um, I I believe in agreeing separation of church and state. I think um, to to answer your question about like the taxation piece of, of churches, I think if they're operating as a nonprofit, um, mm-hmm. then then they should be there should be no difference in in um, in in taxate in, in that tax. And I think religious organizations should operate as an as a nonprofit. Because it, help, it helps keep the money, and generally speaking, it yes. helps keep the money free. And so, as as a any nonprofit, I should be able to go online and search any nonprofit and look at their look at their at their finances and look at where the money is. It doesn't matter to me. I don't necessarily personally care where the money goes. That's you know that's organization specific. Absolutely. Um, but um, but as far as like a religious organization, I feel like, I feel like they should be, um, nonprofit and they should operate as a nonprofit because that is, that's the best way, in my opinion, for them to demonstrate accountability, um, for them to demonstrate, like if, 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 if I'm, if I call myself to believe in Jesus, I'm going to run a group of people publicly, um, and, and to, to influence others, um, then I shouldn't be hiding anything. No, I agree. No. So point one, we both found our first agreeable term on moving forward in a, a Christian atheist society. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! So we're, we're, we're on track. We got one. <laughs> we, we might get three of four. We might. Hey, um, may, maybe we'll be lucky and get everything. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, separation church, church and state, you know, back to outside of, of the business aspect of it. Right. Um, to, to me... You know, I look at like the Star Spangled Banner, you know, or the Pledge of Allegiance, or not Star Spangled, sorry, the Pledge of Allegiance. When we first did the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, the, the term under God wasn't in there. And then later on it was added. Same thing with money. Um, you know, so I I grew up, I'll, let me backtrack just like 30 seconds here. Sure. I, grew, I grew up in a very conservative Christian home. Same. And so, um, oh, you did? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's watching. And she is a Christian, and Hi, she Mom. very much hopes that one day I will come back to Jesus. In fact, she constantly attributes my kindness and compassion to that of Jesus. And so does uh, Larry De- DeLindy. He's one of the Christians I speak to regularly. Mm. Yes. So. <laughs> We're live, right? I guess <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting me. I'm you're getting, getting you. You got to keep throwing those nuggets at me. I, I got a good scientific nugget for you a little bit later, but we'll talk. Yes, about um, I'm not a scientist by any means. Me neither. But um, but but I do. I, I like I like to keep I like to keep simple things simple, and I like to keep complex things for people who like to be complex, and and I like to try to break complex things down into simplicity because because there's a beauty in simplicity because when you think of things in simple terms, it's so much easier to be able to interact with each other, live together coexist if you will um and so but back to separation of church and state i if if the government came out and said we're taking in god we trust off of our coins um or you know off of paper money if they came out and they said we're going to remove the remove um under god from from uh from the pledge of allegiance um i don't personally i don't i don't have a beef about that um we are we are we are a religious free society i feel like i feel like one piece of making common ground is and and you see this in the bible even you know jesus jesus stood in his truth but he didn't defame somebody else who who didn't believe him Mm. he just said you have a choice you can either believe me or you don't um and you know you either follow me or you don't and so i think we you know, we live in a society where where our nation thrives on freedoms, um, and so I don't think 
I don't think having a forced religion, um, you know, is is required. I don't think it's, I don't think it's needed. I think I think it 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 convolutes the discussion a lot of times. And you know, people bring it up. There's people who who are non-believers that'll say, well, you know they make this, they make this think, well, you know, why is, why isn't God we trust? I don't really care. And, um, and there's an interesting concept about that because one time I had said that to somebody and they're like, well, of course you don't care because you're a Christian. And, and, um, and so the deeper question for, for that even goes back into, I think, into, um, judgments and, 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 um, you know, there's there's a lot of discussion. A lot of people will will debate back and forth about, well, you know, you don't judge me, you can't judge me, right. and 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 um, Christians will be like, well, yes, we're called to judge you, and and when you read that in the Bible, it actually talks about, you know, my ability to judge somebody else's, you know, belief system mm-hmm. really comes down to if somebody else calls themselves a Christian, then I have. I have the duty, the obligation, the right, the authority, if you will, as a believer to question and judge another believer, okay. um, and 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 walk them. You know, if so, if you said, "Well, I'm I'm a believer in Jesus," I'll say, "Okay, let's talk about that. Let's. What does that look like to you?" Um, and and that that rub that people have is one reason why in the Christian community there are hundreds of denominations. Um, Absolutely, and that's so. So real quick, um, growing up Christian, was there was there a certain denomination that you were a part of growing up? Uh, we were non-denomination, and and to be clear, we were very conservative, but not overly Christian. So we didn't go to church all the time, although my mom obviously wanted us to. Um, but yeah, so we're not. I wouldn't say we were the Christians you were, or as my mother would say, cr- tr- Christians in the traditional sense. Okay, because like because uh, you know there there is. Uh, the denominations came out of out of and you you probably know this but um you know like like the nazarenes you mm-hmm. know or which is very prevalent in in the midwest um that denomination you know in the bible it says you know do not get do not get drunk um doesn't say you can't drink it says do not get drunk and really? so yes there's nowhere there's nowhere in the bible that i have found that says you cannot drink but it does say don't get drunk. It does say don't get drunk. So, for example, I'm using that. <laughs> There's someone in the comments that I'm going to use that on after the show. I'm not going to call them out, but I'm going to give them a hard time now. So, thank you. <laughs> well, remember, we'll, we'll we'll come back. Don't, don't let me lose track of this judgment <laughs> thing here. Uh, <laughs> but um, so there there is there is a, you know, so like the Nazarenes, that that group of people you know, a group of people became becoming a denomination of, of Christianity saying, so the Bible says, don't get drunk. Well, we're not even going to drink because if we drink, it could put us in the, into the place where we could get drunk. So if we avoid alcohol at all, then there's no, there's no, there's no, you know, sense that we'll even, even go down that path of being drunk because we're not even drinking it. Um, That is completely okay. I have no problem with that. I have a problem when somebody says, oh, if you drink, then you're not really a Christian. Um, because, because it's, it's not, there's no, there's no mandate for that. There's there, um, the apostle Paul in the, in the new Testament, which wrote most of the new Testament, um, talks a lot about Christian liberties that we have. Um, so, so, and this, this is like really spot on with, with how people can coexist, um, in, in general too, because, because we have, we have liberties. So, so I, I have the I have the I have the liberty to drink or not. Of course. Um, if I'm if I if I want to get drunk, and then then we can we can debate that if, if that's good or bad. I you know I personally I personally don't like to. Um, I, I have that's been. Same. I don't I don't like drinking either. <laughs> I, I I have been in in the past. I but but I don't I don't live my life around that. Um, and. Uh, but but when but when somebody tells me, especially somebody who's a Christian, tells me, well, you're you're either not a believer because because you drink, or you're not you're not going to heaven because you drink. There there's liberty. There I have I have the I have the liberty and the ability to make that decision on my own. Right. Now, with that being said, I will also say that um, the Bible also talks about you know um, not causing your brother to stumble. 
and this is primarily speaking believer to believer, mm-hmm. but but I I think I think there's the bigger picture there is if you're say an alcoholic and I don't have no issue with with alcohol and I like to drink, um, it even though I have the the privilege or the ability to to drink, um, it would be wrong of me to to show up in your presence and just start drinking, especially if we weren't okay. you know meeting at a bar. Right. So to speak. So, so I think I think we have an obligation, um, an obligation to to live a certain certain way. But there's within the within the liberties that we have, we have to be aware. And I think I think a lot of that is common sense. And if we keep back to, you're right, Marsha. Denominations do come from interpretation. Thank you. Um, if you, um. Oh man, I lost my train of thought. That was that was a great comment. <laughs> um, so, man, I'll, I, I gotta stop doing that. I'll wait till it's done to put them on the screen. I apologize. That's, no, that's that's fine. That's fine because because it is it's it's an interpretation which which it, it's good because because even within even within um in in Christ, within Christianity the the way that you interpret the Bible is different. You know, I I grew up you know with the understanding of I'm interpreting the Bible the way my parents taught me about it right you know and and mostly i would say it's spot on when i when i ended up in bible college um there's and and this is where a, a good rub happens too between between a, a someone who's a believer and someone who's a non-believer is is how do you interpret the bible right. um you know because there's people who's like well it's you know did 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 the flood really happen did um you know did you know, did did Jonah really spend three days in a whale? How could you spend three days alive in in a, in a whale? Um, you know, so so some of the some of the stories um, in the Bible, I think I think there's there's a there's a really good book um, about biblical interpretation, and it's and part of it part of part of you know how how you look at the Bible is you know if you is you read it at face value. Mm-hmm. And then when face value doesn't necessarily make sense, then then look at it. It could be it could be allegorical, you know. So so I believe the Bible is part allegorical. It's it's part you know, um, physical faith. Does that make sense? It, it does. But I, I guess my question would be why? Because t- to me, why not just lay everything out as is? Why mm. play this? Hey, I want you to figure it out for yourself, knowing full well we are humans and we mess things up. Mm. Maybe if it had just gotten right from the get-go, we would only have then, you know, one religion. True, true. Um, so a couple of things. So my belief on the, my my stance um, with, with the Bible, you know, is, is um, and it came, it actually came out of seminary when I was, I didn't go, and I, I didn't go to, to seminary until I was in my 30s. Okay. Um, so, um, and I actually walked away from the church from 18 to 24, 20, not, I didn't walk necessarily walk away from God, but I, I walked away from actively practicing my faith. Um, really? Yes. I, I probably read my Bible maybe 10 times in, in six or seven years. And so, uh, um, um, and then, and then kind of came back and that's when I met my wife and, um, and, and then life has happened since then. So, um, I'd actually, let, you know, we, we can talk offline about coming back because because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of areas of my, back. yeah there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of backstory um, that uh, that is cool to talk about too, which um which ha- ha- has helped bring me to the to the point where I'm excited I was excited to come on with you today and mm. and talk about this. Um, well, so I, I think so to answer your question before we before we lose it. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> Cause it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. Is inside, inside the Christian community, there, there's a, the, the belief of predestination versus free will. You know, did, if, if God knows everything and he's predestined everything, then, then, you know, why does this happen or why does that happen? Right. And I, and I think that there is, I think there's, I think there's predestination and free will. I think if, if God predestined everything and we lived exactly to that without any free will we would all be robots um, okay. you know if, if, you, if you think about it in that sense like if if god directs every single one of my moves um 
then there's no need, there's no need for me to even have a brain because he's directing everything. I, I, I liken it to, and I don't know if this is a, if this is a good uh, um, word picture or not, but I liken it to like when we're kids and you're playing matchbox cars, or if you're playing with Legos, you know, you, you are, you are, nobody moves, nothing moves unless you move it. Cool. You know, that's, and there's people that are like on the far side of predestination like that. Like they believe God controls every single second of, of your time. I think God is in control of the world. I think, I think I look at it like this. I think God has a predestined life for us like this. Let me see if I can do this. Like here's, here's, here's God's life for us. And he gives us the free will and, and our free will kind of does this. And I okay. think, you know, kind of, and it's kind of like a, a radio wave, if you will. And so, I think the closer we get to that line, the closer we are living in God's predestined will for our life. Okay. Um, I do. I want to backtrack for for one moment. So I have a, I guess, a, a two part question. Okay. Uh, one is from the audience, or one is a comment from the audience, and one is mine. Uh, so just a hard line. If right now there was, uh, we were able to vote to either have under God removed or leave it on, knowing that our society is growing in atheists and knowing that we're trying to coexist, where would you vote? Mm. Ooh. You're putting me on the hot seat, aren't you? <laughs> mm. Um, mm. That's funny because I, I I don't my my initial thought would be I would just vote to keep it because to remove it would mean would mean we'd have to print a whole bunch more money. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> not that that's that not happening right now. <laughs> Mm. Uh, not that the value of the dollar is going down right as we speak but um um hmm. if i was the deciding vote i'll put it i'll, I'll yes, even i'll, I'll even you i'll even make myself vote. even harder if i <laughs> <laughs> so it's all on you now it's all on me all on me um hmm. if i was the deciding vote i i man i i don't I don't care. No, like it, I know. I know. In a lot of but people, it, but if it, if it meant, um, hmm, you know what? I see where you're going with this. <laughs> Thank I you. Do, I see where you're going with this. Um, you know what? I'll vote to take it off. Yeah, and and I'll tell you. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because because um, my faith. And my belief and my relationship with Jesus and my, whether it's my personal relationship with Jesus, whether it's my corporate relationship with Jesus, which which the Bible talks about both, mm -hmm. um, regardless of, of, which, of which relationship it is, that whatever happens, whatever happens in, um, in the world doesn't necessarily have a bearing on my relationship because the relationship, the relationship with my relationship with God isn't based on whether in God we trust is on the money. Right. Um, it's not, if, if, if removing it, if removing in God we trust from money means that there are a hundred thousand uh, X amount of, of, of atheists or agnostics that go, okay, cool. Um, and, and, and they want to have a conversation or they're more open to have a conversation because they don't feel um, I almost feel like Christianity is this is this um, like white privilege kind of thing, um, <laughs> and I, I can agree with you there. I'd, and and it's it's, it's funny. Surprised me, but I agree with you. <laughs> um, it's because because it's 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 an, I don't feel like it is, and 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 that's an, that's another good conversation. As is um, and I'll probably be called out on some people because uh because i don't i don't necessarily believe in in the concept of white privilege um and i only say that because i saw this really cool video of um i can't remember the the, the black guy's name who is who who doesn't believe in it either and he was questioning questioning this this girl um we can talk about that later but uh but my my thought process comes from from the fact that that Jesus doesn't call me to put his name on money. He doesn't call me to put his name anywhere. Um, he calls me to live a life. Um, so, and that's, 
and that is um, that's the one thing that I learned from the book Ethics from a um, from Bonhoeffer was was this more of of the social um, oh what's the word this is why I should have written something down. <laughs> Don't get old. Whatever you do, don't grow up. I'm trying Stay. not to. I'm trying very hard not to. I I, I try and it, and it doesn't work very <laughs> very well. Um, social justice. I knew it would come to me. Um, you know, it's 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 the impact of social justice. Like, um, I think the next place where you might go with with taking taking money off is is in um is in the gay marriage area. Um, which which I also like. I, I feel like I feel like when the 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 movement said we want equal rights, mm-hmm. um, that if if the 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 right so to speak would have would have said okay um, we have we have a we have a problem calling it marriage um, let's think of something I was you know I I was right about the time when I was reading ethics and I was like like there's there's a humanistic um, approach to life there's, there, 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 that can we, can we coexist absolutely if we all if we all agree that that we're that we're all human and we're all on a journey then then um then yeah and everybody everybody just by by virtue of being alive should have freedoms and rights and, and, and abilities. I don't think it's, I don't think that, I don't think that should to, be. <laughs> someone's going to think I paid you. Did you come on here to agree with me? Cause we're agreeing a whole lot. I think there's, a, I think there's a lot of things that, that we can agree on. Yes. Um, and, uh, and I'm watching the time too. So, so we'll hit the, we'll hit, I will hit, we'll, so, we'll <laughs> follow up to that. Uh, okay. So the first recorded marriage was in 2350 BC. And from, how it always appears to me is many Christians feel they ha- have ownership of the marriage idea. And it's confusing to me why someone would want to stop the rights of somebody else. Like, how is two men getting married personally going to insult or affect you in any way? You know, just just let it happen is how I see it. Like, why not? It's It's not hurting you. Hmm. So my, we talked about this before. I, I have a bunch of hardline beliefs too. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we all do. Of course. And, uh, and, uh, um, my hardline belief on that is, is I believe that God created, created marriage. Um, when, when you talk about the first recorded marriage, um, who, who was that? He, uh, let me Google <laughs> that. I'll have to Google one second. Uh, first recorded evidence of marriage ceremonies, united one man and one woman from about 2350 BC in Mesopotamia. Uh, I cannot find the name. That's Mesopotamia. Apologies. <laughs> that, that's not even, I said it wrong too. Mesopotamia. There we go. <laughs> this is my science class coming back to me now. Um, so this is where, this is where we, uh, this is, this is actually where, where a big um, wedge can come in mm-hmm. um, is I'm not very scientific in, in, in that, in that fact matter. Like I, I've studied it and I've read it right. and I know other people who, who like live their entire life around, around that concept. Um, and then there's the Christian side, which is a, it's, which to to a to somebody to a non-believer can look a lot like feeling and 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 not um so i like, <laughs> I wish I could marry my cat so when I die he can have all my money. Well mm. and I I do want to bring in uh uh what she said so uh it, it's not just money though. Like I'm a marine and a police officer and God is always there before something we pray and I don't know if it's a moral booster or what but there should be a separation in my opinion and and i agree and i i uh, commonly will see the argument like well just don't say it well imagine for a second if we replaced it with saying allah do you really think 
Christians would then be like, hey, yeah, that's that's fine. Let's say Allah. Or would they be the first ones like, you're not putting Allah on my money? No, you're I, I agree. That. I, I agree with you on that. I think I think um, you know, I think that's where where separation of church and state is really important. Um, you know, to have the to have those freedoms because um absolutely if if um if the government came out and said we're gonna, you know, you know, change under God to Allah or or anything else. Um, the Christian community, the Christian community, um, would be the first to like jump up, and going, "No, you cannot do that. That's we have freedom of religion, and you can't." Put, but but you have this side. Right. So I think there's, I think there is, there, in in navigating, navigating the the importance of 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 being together comes. Has to, you have to break down, you know, before religion, I think you have to, like we were talking about earlier, you just have to break down and go back to, you know, l- let's level the playing field right. of, of here's, here is the, the rights and privileges that we have because I have a heartbeat, so to speak. Um, and, uh, and, and so that is, if, if everybody can agree where, you know, that, that just because, you know whether 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 you have whether you have faith or not you should you know you should be able to to marry um you should be able to marry who you want to marry right. um you as should, long as you there should, are two consenting adults as long as there are two consenting adults um i i don't believe in in marrying a cat um sorry <laughs> you sorry <know>, stephanie <laughs> although i wouldn't marry my cat at this rate i mean <laughs> he's he's my baby so it's like that's i, I don't have kids <laughs> Mm. Um, there now now we're now now's where the now's where the rubber meets the road here. You then don't no, don't okay. do. <laughs> you cannot joking. say I will not listen to the. <laughs> okay, I'm only joking. I am not serious. <laughs> Just for humor purposes. No, right. I love it. I love it when people. I love it when people say no. No, my animal is my is my is my kid. I'm like, sure. The moment I put my kid in a cage and walk away for the day is the day I go to jail. You so put would, your dog in a cage and walk away every day and you don't go to jail. So So to be clear, me personally, I would I do not agree with that. I don't think animals should be in cages. Obviously there are circumstances they can't just be all roaming free, but But you know what you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. And, like if, if I have a dog and I go to work and I put him in the cage for the day or put him or give him this little area to to run around in, um, and give him a bowl of food and a bowl of water, I can come back twelve hours later and he may have peed on the floor, but he's but he's not gonna have right oh he's not gonna I, die i i should clarify when i said i i don't have kids i just have a cat meaning it's the closest thing i have like i would never ever think raising children is remotely comparable to raising a cat <laughs> not even close you'd be surprised it's just well you know my, my cat is a little he's a little shit sometimes they, they claw don't they Oh, I saw, my cat is feral, so he has been biting and attacking. If you wear long sleeves, he attacks you. I have not slept under a blanket in two months because he bites in as hard as he can. He's such a jerk, but mm. I love him to death. Hey, I like that comment that that um, uh, Sean put up a few minutes ago. Yeah, that one right there. Adam and Mary didn't get uh, married under church, though like marriage is done today. Um, so, yeah, so on I, that I, one too, Larry said Adam and Eve first marriage. So I, I um, where were we going with that? Uh, so this we were is... trying to, I guess the base topic was we were trying to figure out if Christians and atheists coexist. And to be clear, so far, it sounds like we agree. Uh, we're on three points so far. Uh, we agreed on re- removing God. We agreed on separation from church and state. Um, and then, sorry, I should correct myself. Did we agree on allowing gay marriages to happen? Not saying you're personally okay with it from your religious aspect, but from the government standpoint. From a government okay standpoint, I don't care. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, I, I, I agree. So I, far, I don't we're, think... we're at three points. So you and I okay. need to start our own society because clearly yes. we are doing something right here. But they have to have tie-dyed shirts to come in, into this society. <laughs> That's... You know, I started with atheist t-shirts and then I'm like, you know, 
that puts me in a box and this is more fun. So I, I started buying just all these ridiculous shirts. Nice. I, I figured, you know, being a Christian showing up with a Led Zeppelin shirt on today would, <laughs> would be a good indication of where I stand in life. Um, Absolutely. It humanizes you because that's the point of this discussion is. Ex exactly. Um, so, yeah, so, so far, so far we have, we, we are in, in agreement, which is, which is cool. Um, I think, uh, um, let's see. I know we don't have very much. Well, we still have like. Well, I, I'd really, because this is kind of on the right track to both of you. To what extent, if at all, do you believe that religion should be taught in public or government funded schools? Uh, where I stand, I'm okay with religions as a whole being taught as long as they're not taught as scientific fact. In my opinion, don't just teach Christianity. Teach about all religions. I'm totally okay with that. Just remove the prayer and remove it as teaching it as historical fact, not scientific fact, historical fact. Mm. Do you like science? I love science. I wish I was smart enough to understand most of it. <laughs> do you Do you know where science came from? Are you going to say Christianity? Not Christianity per se, but but... Who is who is considered the father of science? Do you know? Uh, I'm my atheist friends are probably screaming at me right now. I, I don't know. <laughs> They're literally probably like, "What is wrong with you? You're supposed to know this." Oh, I can't God. remember the guy's name. Oh my! Dawkins. I can't believe huh? Dawkins. Go no, Galileo. No. Oh, Galileo. This is Galileo. Embarrassing. Galileo. I'm yes. I'm sorry, so, my atheist friends. I should know that. And and why why did he start Galileo? You know Galileo was a Christian, right? So. It, Christianity didn't start science, but but Galileo created science. And and if your your scientific community in there wants to try to prove me wrong, that's fine too. But but he didn't for create for, science, he didn't create science. But but he's you know he he's considered the father the father of of science, right? He, so he, astron at least at least of astronomy. Here, I'll put he it that way. Pioneered the experimental scientific method. There we go. There we go. That's good. And and why did he do that? Because he wanted to expand his knowledge of God. If I if if I if I if I'm correct, I I want to I want to say he was a theologian, but I, I but I don't quote me and don't hold me to the fire on that because I can't remember. Um, but you know, so like like I feel like you know God created everything. He created the stars. He created the ability um, for us to to ex to explore science. You know, when we, when we, you know, it's like, um, you know, I, we look up and we have all these constellations. I don't think they were just like randomly put there by happenstance. Um, and so I think, I think there is, you know, to to me, I can look in nature and I can see, okay, there there is a God and he exists. Um, have you seen, this is about 15 years old now, but have you seen, uh, so I mean, you were a kid when it came out. Do you know who Ben Stein is? Absolutely. Okay. So have you seen Expelled? Have you watched that documentary you had about 15 years ago? I have not. It's a good one for you to, it's a good one for you to watch because it, it, it it's, it's really relevant to the question that you had about, um, about being religion and, and science being taught in schools. Um, so I don't see anything wrong. In fact, I, I, I mean, I believe in intelligent design. Um, I believe in, I believe in science. I believe that that science exists for us to explore and learn about, learn about different things. Um, I don't think, um, um, I don't, th when it comes to being taught in school, I think, um, who, I don't know who put the question. Oh, it was Puck. Sorry. Uh, let me uh, jump back to that to both. Uh, okay. I believe religion so, should be taught in school, public or government-funded schools. Religion should be taught. Um, I guess, I guess, to answer your question, Puck, it would be more like, like what aspects of religion are we talking about? Like a religious class that I would take in college? Are we talking about high school? Um, I, I would, I would venture to say we're we're probably talking about high school, junior high, high school, um, because because it is it's an elective class right. in in college. Um, if it was taught the way, if it was taught in high schools the way it was taught in college, um, I think uh, I th you know there would be there would be no issues. I believe. Um, I don't. Th I, I think it should be should be discussed in in um, in schools. Um, Agreed. Um, 
I think, so when I was in school, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you. So when I was in junior high, I remember going through my science class, I think it was seventh grade, and our biology teacher, who was an atheist, when we were talking about evolution, um, I, I was asking about creationism. And, um, and he said, um, I don't, he goes, I, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in that. We don't teach that here. Um, for this class, you know, we're teaching you evolution. The theory is the theory of evolution and, and, and where I might say a word or two about creation, if it comes into the conversation appropriately, we won't be discussing it and we won't be teaching it. Um, and for me, I was like, okay. Um, cause, because to answer, to answer your, answer your question, um, I don't think school teachers have the background to teach religion um that's that's true so um, <laughs> should it be limited to theology class mm, i think um i think it would be good to have theology class Agreed. i think um i Absolutely. think it would be i i think in in a science class i think that in the the theory of intelligent design uh, the you know from from a scientific standpoint um i think should be i think should be given should be given time to, to say here 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 is a a theory that that most people you know that um, I don't say most people but, but but a good majority of people believe in intelligent design a good majority of people believe in evolution right I think evolution exists um, I um, if if anything the Bible taught me um, that that we do evolve the Bible taught me you know my 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 college taught me that that microevolution evolution macro evolution does exist um just not i just don't believe it to the degree that that um that the that the major scientists and and the reason i bring up ben stein and that movie expelled is because when when um you know 15 years ago when when and people would like seasoned tenured um professors Mm -hmm. would would bring up the just the word intelligent design not even talking about like like there was a there was a lady who was who was fired from her job and 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 blacklisted in the scientific community after thirty some years I think it was because she because she she mentioned the words intelligent intelligent design inside of two sentences in a in a peer reviewed paper, um, and uh, so it's no no, <laughs> and and so I think there's yeah and and so I think there's there is. Uh, I think I think the challenge becomes, you know, what we learn in school, you know, is I mean, why do we have school? Government created schools so that we have rows of people because we were coming into the industrial revolution. So if we could put everybody in rows, you know, if you're a Pink Floyd fan, this is a really good one when it comes to another brick in the wall part two, right? Right. Like like that whole meat grinding factory scene from the wall is exactly you know the sense of how we have educate the education system, how it began was is to have everybody sit down, shut up, learn this way, and that's how you do it. Um, so you stay in line and you don't buck the system. Um, so, so to to ask if or to say should religion be taught in school? It's like that's such a huge like it's, right. it, that's such a huge conversation to have. Um, I don't I don't think it I don't think it should be not avoided. I don't, but I don't I don't think it should be necessarily pushed any more than anything else. Oh. Um, I, so I want to get to Sean's comment here. Scientific fact is taught uh, about the Big Bang, which is not proven. So th- that's not corrected. It is not scientific fact. It is the best. It is a model. It's the best explanation we currently have available. So until such as one proves itself better than that theory, I'm going to stick with the Big Bang, uh, which b- brings me to a question for you. Do okay. you think the universe is 13.9 billion years old? Or where do you fall? Mm, I I would fall under the camp of being a young Earth creationist. I guess. Um, oh. um, I think if you if you have to hold my hand hand to the fire. Um, so you would say, just for clarification, uh, you think the Earth is no more than just over six thousand years old? Is that correct? Six thousand. Is that what young Earth? Is that yeah. For a young Earth creationist, um, Larry, feel free to correct me in the comments. I'm pretty sure it's uh, just over six thousand. 
Is Larry our theologian? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess he'd be the local one that I would uh, you're, you're local consider theolo- credible. You're, you're a local theologian, Larry. Yes. Um, he, was, he was actually the first person I ever, quote, debated when it was first starting as a debate and not a discussion. Oh, cool. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, and 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 I really don't have an opinion, honestly. Um, it doesn't it doesn't sway me um, so much in the sense of 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 um, of, of the big picture for me for me and God, like you know, like you know, maybe, maybe God did create a bang that, that, that made the earth. Maybe, maybe he just formed it. Um, you know, maybe his, his formation of it was through a big bang. Um, okay. I don't, I don't know. Um, so it could be, so I, I don't want to misrepresent you. Would you say you're open to the possibility that it's, you know, 13.9 billion years old, or is this a hard line for you? And you say, no, it's definitely within this 6,000 year old period. And I don't know. I, I don't. Okay I, don't too. I don't. I don't have a hard line with that. Okay. Um, mostly because I don't study it enough to to have a hard line. Um, but for me, it's for me. That's when there there's for me. That's that's the part of the mystery of, of the world that you know, like none of us really know. Right. Um. You know, I I believe this truth. You believe that truth. But none of us really know. Um. Until until we know, right? No, like that's true. <laughs> We don't. We don't physically, tangibly know what's going to happen to us after death until right. we die. Um, but but I know what I feel to be true, and 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 I know and I know that you can't. You know, we we don't want to base everything around feelings because our feelings come and go. Absolutely. Um, but but there is. I mean, we all have a we all have this gut instinct inside of us that that tells us you know what is what is right and what is wrong, and. Um, and so that's so my my gut tells me that that I don't have to have that answer to to believe that there's a God. That that's totally acceptable. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up in a few minutes. So if anyone has any comments or questions for uh, either we're of gonna, us, please jump in. We're going to have to do a part two of this. I, I agree. I'd love to. Um, I want to backtrack to one question. Actually, before I get to this question, I do just want to plug my next few episodes real quick. Uh, April seventh. Uh, Joel Sedicase will be back, and the topic is faith and truth. Uh, that is the one that is remaining in debate format. Uh, our first one, he ran through me <laughs> very easily. So this time, I've been training. I'm getting excited. Um, after so in that, other words, so in other words, he debunked you, and you want to continue. <laughs> I don't want to say he debunked me, but you he, sound like a Darwinist. I'm just kidding. He, <laughs> He, he ran through me pretty easily. I was not as prepared as I should have been. So um, the following, the 14th, is going to be Lucas Goliath. Uh, he, I don't want to misquote his degrees. Larry, if you could throw him in the comments. Uh, he has his bachelor's in physics. I forgot his other double major, but the topic is science and God. And he said science is what got him to God. Uh, the week after that is going to be... Ooh. I know, I'm excited about that one because... I think people underestimate my excitement for knowledge and learning and just how much that if, if a God is out there, I want to know, like I want the proof. And that's why whenever I've ended my talks with Larry or anyone else, I'm not joking when I say pray for me, although I, I personally don't believe prayer works. I want the truth. So please, you know, pray to God, ask him to reveal himself to me because if he's out there, I, I absolutely want to know. Um, mm. and, and then last episode for not last episode, but, uh, 421 is going to be Larry DeLindy again at 630. And then this Thursday I'm hosting live trivia at 7 PM, uh, in case anyone wants to join. Uh, but onto this question, which is totally <laughs> backtracking. How do you feel about people leaving their inheritance wills to their pets? So I, I guess this is kind of, for me, a two part thing. I would need to make sure that my, and I don't even want to call my pet, my little baby is taken care of. Um, I I think there's at this point one person that uh, has agreed to watch him and I I would trust for taking him, I I think at this point. Um, But I would make sure that my cat has enough. I can't help it. I love him to death. But no, I would not leave him everything because at the end of the day, humans come first. Most likely, I'd want my money to go to my family and charity. 
Um, what's your opinion? Well, I kind of look at it this way. I'll, I'll make it real simple for me. Um, if I talk to my dog and I say, hey, what did you have for dinner? And he says to me, I had steak, Steve. Then I would leave my inheritance to him. <laughs> but right now he says, <laughs> so I don't know what he's saying. Therefore, um, sorry, is, and, and I don't mean to be rude, Isabella, if, if you are a, a fur baby mama. Oh, and, I, um, I'm, I don't think that was rude at all. Not, okay. not by any means. <laughs> I just, there, there's, um, I'll take your cat, Stephanie. Don't worry. If you die, <laughs> send them my way. Although I must warn you, my cat is crazy. <laughs> to give you an example, we recently got a pit bull, and the pit bull guards my cat. Because my cat scares the crap out of him. So literally now my little cat has this guard dog pit bull walking him around the house. Like, how does a cat do that? Like, so fair warning, Stephanie, he might, uh, he might be in charge. And that's the other thing. Like, even if you leave your inheritance to your pet, somebody will have to actually physically take care of them. Absolutely. You know, it's not like, it's not like, you know. You know, bingo is going down to the store and be like, hey, can I get a pound of dog food and strap it to my back? Right. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's that I, I know that, that, that pets are important to people. Yes. Um, um, I, I am myself a dog lover. I'm, I'm not a cat lover. I mean, I love to eat barbecued cat. I'm rotisserie after a three. I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, <laughs> you and I were uh, going to have our first issue. Well, see, so. <laughs> So religion we can coexist on, but animals we can't. No. Uh, so to give you an example, and I, I, yeah, like even I used to be, so I will, per, like if right now you said in order to survive, Brandon, you, Ethan, you have to hunt an animal. I couldn't do it. I, mm. I'm sorry. I, I take that back. If I was literally going to die, but although I'm a meat eater, I understand where vegans are coming from when they use the moral argument. In my opinion, it is morally virtuous to not eat meat, even though, again, I, I eat it. To, to who? Uh, well, I think it's morally virtuous for us. And then Why? obviously respecting me because animals can feel pain. And I mean... So this just, and this is this is why we're going to do a part two because this is... Yes. this is Or we should have had two hours to do this. Because yeah. um, <laughs> this, is, this, is this is where the big, I think, rub comes in is uh, is on the the moral time the moral because i think i think we can find common ground on pretty much anything even ethics to a large yeah. degree we can we can we can find super huge common ground and i think i think it's the the moral issues where it becomes challenging not impossible right um but challenging um and and so maybe maybe part two we, we should write this down part two is going to be the morality of of um atheists and christians living together um, i like that i really like that one because that that's really um i mean we spent we spent our time you know prepping it but but really that's that's where that's where i think the biggest rub can will, would come in right. um because i like you know as, as we're since we're on on animals like i feel like you know i, I believe that god created certain animals for for certain things mm -hmm. um I believe that that um, you know horses horses weren't necessarily created for us to eat. Um, they were created for us to 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 use for work, because um, um, there are you know thus, thus the name workhorse, I guess. But you know, like that, like they are a they are an animal that I think I think um, I think every every animal has 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 a place. Um, I think. You know, in a simple term for me, it's like if 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 animals were supposed to be on the exact same playing field and level that we were, we would be able to to communicate with them right. um, completely. Not that we can't, because right. you know, I can I can teach my dog, I can I can I can teach you know, I can teach a cow, I can I can I can teach most animals how to do certain things. But I I, I feel like like seventy years ago, um, 
this conversation about morality of eating of, of animals wasn't as prevalent either. It wasn't oh, absolutely. You know, and part of that is part of that is the humane way in which animals were, were used for our food mm-hmm. um, versus how they're used now. Um, so I guess I, a, a follow-up question would be, and this might be too long to go into, but how would we determine? So it, it, you believe God created all animals for a purpose, right? Mm-hmm. How do we determine if he hasn't listed every animal, which one for which purpose? Like, how do we know which ones are for eating? How do we know which ones are for... I don't, I don't know what you're doing. Oh. We have we have brain okay. pains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> but again, I, I can do sure. that. But if you're saying uh, God... No, I... I um, you know, that is... That that is a that is a that is a I think it's too much of a question to answer now. Absolutely, um, yeah, I agree. You know, but there is like if you think about you have a pit bull, perfect example. Pit bulls were bred. I don't know if you knew this. Pit bulls were bred hundred years ago or so to be a nursery dog. Their entire job was to lay in the bed in the crib with a baby and alert the parents if something was wrong with the baby. That was what they were bred for. Now you say pit bull, 99% of the people that, that if you say the word pit bull to are going to duck and cover because they think a pit bull's going to attack them, you know? Right. And, and so, and so it's, yeah, that, that's, that's a, that's a big, that's a big question. That's a good, yeah. that's a, that's a good one. Um, I, I want you to think about that for next time. Um, okay. So before, if anyone has any quick comments, I'm going to go into closing real quick, which is going to be very fast. It, it sounds like, based on this first conversation, while we're not in, a, in agreement, everything from a religious standpoint, we are actually in agreement on our first three steps of building a society where atheists and Christians can coexist. Is, is that correct? I would agree. That I makes would agree. me happy. That, I think this is the first talk I've had where we've agreed so much. And that's pretty cool. That's surprising. I was not expecting this. I think. Um. I. I think what it comes down to is, is I. You know. And obviously, we don't know each other very well. Um, we've only had one other conversation. Right. But. But we. Um. There. There is a. There's a human element of us, and and a, a human element, a common sense element that. That you know, life. I think. I think life is. You know, life is bigger than just you and me. Um. You know, our, our, our lives are bigger than, than just what we do. Right. And so, and so to, to create a, a relationship with somebody, you know, there has to be a give and take, right. um, you know, and, and sometimes those give and takes are little, sometimes those give and takes are, are big. There's, there's not necessarily, um, compromise, compromise, mm-hmm. um, but there is, it's more of, um, collaboration. Right. And so, you know, like you know, as we were talking, like, I really, I really love talking to people who have different opinions that, than I do. Um, Same. Um, this would be, good. <laughs> this would be good. Should, should I say the comment, the story I told you on the phone the other day about, about what I used to do? Oh yeah, that? absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so, so I, um, at, at one point when I was growing up, when I would talk to somebody who, who had a different, different a belief, you know, like, like you, I would sit there and be like, Oh, wow, that's really, really interesting. I love, I love that thought. And l- my literal thought in my brain was when I die and go to heaven and take the glass elevator tour of hell, I will wave to you and say hi. Um, and that when I went through seminary is, is actually when Jesus became more real to me, more, more radically different and, and, and how I should be living my life. If I'm calling myself a Christian, okay. um, to where now I can have these conversations with somebody. I'm like really, really intrigued um, about how you got to where you're, to where you're, where you're at. And I don't even like, you might be taking the glass elevator tour of heaven and talking to me, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but generally speaking, like I, I have, I want to know where people come from and, and it's not Absolutely. my, it's not my, it's not my job. It's not my job to judge. Like we started off, started off saying, you know, with, with judgment, it's, it's, if somebody calls themselves a Christian, I have every, every right to, to judge their walk. But if you're not a Christian, I have no right to, to, to judge your walk. And it's not, it's not even my place to, 
to convert you to convert you to Christianity. My my job, you know, is is to plant the seed. Absolutely. Um, and and so, I welcome uh, those seeds. I, I I really do. Um, I, I do want to have one hard line question for you. Okay. I, I ask this of everyone, uh, but preferably I'd like to avoid an I don't know if you can. Uh, okay. So this is only speaking from my own personal experience. Uh, I work very hard to be to do everything I can to be there for everybody in my life, to build people up, to work with them, to understand everyone's position. And I'd like to think I, I live my life to the best ability for the people around me as I can. Now, if my only setback is that my position is, hey, hey, God, I, I want to believe in you, but I, I need evidence to do that. Am I going to help? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> Oh, oh, wait, you wanted to avoid that question, that answer. Um, <laughs> hmm. um, well, does hell even really exist? First of all, we have to, we have to, you have to back, you have to back okay. that question up. We'll stop right um, there. I think that's a perfect, that's where we continue next time. Okay. I like that. Um, did you have any closing <laughs> remarks you'd like to say? Uh, thanks. I appreciate, I appreciate the time. I appreciate, uh, um, hooking the the connection dawn i think she's on here too for yes for... dawn let me uh just put her face up here real quick dawn thank you so much for introducing us i am so happy this worked out steve is an awesome guy uh totally caught me off guard and great radio voice by the way which i, I told you in the pre-show that's right thank you thank you for listening to wls <laughs> i would say the loop <laughs> fm but the loop is now gone look at that the loop has now become a christian radio station da, 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 da. hasn't it <laughs> Is it, well, the loop is the loop is now gone in Chicago, isn't it? I don't know. It, I don't really listen to the radio. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I haven't listened to the radio in a long time. See, that's how I know the devil is real because the radio is going down. But no, no. Just thank you. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on here. I appreciate it. I'm, I would love to come back on and, and continue yes. the conversation. That makes me happy. All right, uh, stand by for a moment. I'm going to end. Everyone, please, if you could, go on YouTube, like, subscribe. Let me know what topic you'd like us to touch base on next. Uh, I've got several interviews lined up every week, but any ones you are want us to expand on, please let me know. And as always, I hope everyone has a safe, oh, and most importantly, stay healthy and stay inside. Thanks again, Steve. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this with me. No worries. Thanks.